podcast provider in and around this beautiful blue green orb that we call planet earth oh brother oh man i every episode i start i do that little spiel welcome to the michael the Hour on every podcast provider in the world uh and then i have to take a big deep breath like it, took, it was only 12 seconds of talking and i just like oh man i, I did beat. feel like it was the weight of the world a little yeah. bit there it's like I, that's how every ep- go back and listen to any episode of the show that's how it starts i, I introduce the show and then i go oh boy <laughs> like it's just been like a burden on me clearly you need to work on you so it's, you can handle that phrase yeah it's but not like, that hard to 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 talk. Have you been this self-reflective before? Like, have you called it out and been like, oh, Never. let's lift this veil. I don't I'm think so. I'm so glad to be here for yeah, it. I really, I truly am. I, I think like it's it. just like our presence is uh, yeah. encouraging him to be open. <laughs> yeah. And I always feel like people haven't, I listen to some of them and people don't talk during it. And I was like talking back to you at some of them when I was listening. So <laughs> I'm really glad that you invited wow. that and took that big breath so that I could be like, oh, I'm chiming in <laughs> naturally. <Yeah. laughs> It is January January twenty eighth uh, of twenty nineteen. Uh, we're all, we're 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 a month in, guys. We're it's going by fast. It is. It's happening. It's going by fast. A lot of like stuff it almost going hasn't on. Hasn't happened yet. The <clears throat> the government's probably still shut down. <laughs> Oh All of these things that I'm guessing about, like look yeah. like Back to the Future too. Yeah, like really oddly enough. Uh, That's a good thing about recording a couple weeks ahead of time. <laughs> like, who knows what the world is <laughs> who like? Who knows what the hoverboards are going to look yeah. like? <laughs> probably cool though. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yes, no matter. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's January 28th. We're heading up into the. The love season, the love shack season, the love, <laughs> the, the manufactured love season. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting that the shortest month is the one about love because love is fleeting? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it's interesting, but I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. Well, now you will. Every uh, time February comes around, love is fleeting. Mm-hmm. Everyone you know in love will die one day, and uh, maybe you'll be the last one, so you yeah. don't have to deal with the grief of it all. Uh, well, I don't know. It, it'll probably be pretty cataclysmic at this point. Yeah. So maybe by the, maybe it won't even this February won't even come around. <laughs> well, that's terrifying. Yeah. But you know, but comforting it, it, at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, it's just like that is th- that is a path that could be taken. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Michael. Is that me? What? <laughs> the phone. <laughs> I was making little little static noises. This one? Oh no, mine. I was gonna say. I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> It's my phone. What a He's fool I have been. Be a professional, Michael. Uh, I got to try better. I got to work harder, guys. Yeah, really. Be best. <laughs> be, be let's, best. <laughs> let's bring That's that a, back yeah, around let's bring for it back. I, I feel like that one did not get its moment well, enough. It, was, it really did. It was overshadowed by, you know, probably real things. Yeah. But, that, but I feel like memes, they go by too fast, you know? Be no. best. It didn't get its moment in the spotlight. It's kind of like February. Let's bring that. Yeah. Let's bring that sad moment. February back. is we'll now the love month be of memes. Best again in February. <laughs> get that all your is... memes out for the whole year out in February. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what happens. Is they just get regurgitated yeah. throughout the year. So February, be best. Do your memes. Yeah. Love. <laughs> 
And that's it. And then die. Uh, All right. Good podcast, everybody. All right. <laughs> See you around. All right. Cut. <laughs> if you've never listened to the Mike of the Pre Variety Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers. Uh, and it's the world's only mandatory podcast. Uh, so everybody in the world, I hope you're enjoying your weekly sit down and listen of the Mike of the Pre Variety Hour podcast. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's mostly localized to Detroit. I, I, I imagine for the people over there in like uh, India, India, and uh, Siberia, and Somalia, Venezuela, and Somalia, they're probably not getting a lot of value out of this no. podcast. And to that, I say. <laughs> Sorry. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't run the world government. Today they might. Today they might. Yeah, they might. Today yeah. they might because today we have two extraordinary guests on the show today. One later on we'll be talking to her. You've heard from her a little bit, uh, but we'll be getting deep and dirty and talking about. Oh my god! Uh, to a free spirited home trained therapist uh, on her book tour for her best selling self help book, The Three P's of Prosperity. Cat Briggs will be. Will be diving into her a little bit later. It came out. I look forward to it. Wait a minute. I don't understand. I mean, like, how you went back to that well, because the first time it was pretty bad. And then the second one, now you have to do a third. Well, I was already familiar. Yeah, I know. The three rule of thirds, I have to do it again. But not, I mean, wait. We'll see what that That's a reason to keep listening. You'll see how I work that one in. But right now, we are joined by. The fantastic, the enigmatic uh, Kelly Rossi. Mm. She is a playwright, actor, mm. and uh, executive director of the local Boxfest Festival. Yes. Uh, a, a festival dedicated to uh, women playwrights and uh, directors. directors. Women directors. Directors. It's Boxfest Detroit. My freaking bad. No. Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> where are your notes? Where, I I'll know. correct them. In front of me. Yeah. <laughs> And she's also the uh, writer of the upcoming show at Planet Ant. He oh said God. yes. I knew that was going to happen. Ooh, okay, happened? I'm okay. I just like I knew I was going to touch this. Um, the the, this, the, the yeah, rod. Yeah, the mic with my the mic stand. The rod, the stand with my. Well, now it's out <coughs> but, of the way. It's out of the way. You right. know that it's happening. I feel really a lot better now. Anyway, did you say the name of the show already? Yes. I was like ready to go on it. Writer of upcoming show at Planet Ant. He said yes. There it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, it's it running for three weekends starting this Friday, February 1st. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. Fleeting. It's coming. February. Mm-hmm. It's kicking it February is. off strong. I'm excited. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How are I'm you so doing? I'm so excited to be here. I'm Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, so let's talk about you a little bit before uh, we get into all the, before we dive in uh, uh, to the nitty gritty. Not yeah. the right time for it. No. Cut that one from the canon. That's not yeah. the third. Mm-mm. No, there's always, <laughs> the there's third. always an offshoot. You yes. know what I mean? Fanfic, if you yes. will, <laughs> of yourself. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, I mean, are we allowed to talk about that this is actually isn't the 28th or uh, no? Yeah. It's not a big deal. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's rehearsing now. And yeah. <laughs> the rehearsals are going well. Yeah. I mean, it'll still be rehearsing then, but. <clears throat> I hope so. I hope they don't just stop the week off. <laughs> like, we got it. They may. <laughs> we'll All right. figure it out. <laughs> well, see you on opening night. Yeah. <laughs> week before, it's like, I think we got this. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need to rehearse anymore. I've said that before. I mean, obviously in jest. There's yeah. really never been a show that I've 
felt that way. Yeah. And I'm you not never... just saying it because of who I usually work with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Hanlon. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I didn't say that. I was more thinking of just, you know, myself. I, love I rarely Sean get my things together. We were talking before, just like how in Sean Hanlon shows you they're always great, but you always gotta be on your toes because things might change <laughs> opening <Yeah>. day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah. He um he often accuses me of uh, yelling at him with my <laughs> eyes uh, because I'll be very silent during a rehearsal where either things are changing or whatever. Uh, but I'm usually looking at him like, well, here we are. <laughs> but I, lo- I mean, personally, I love it. I mean, I've learned to work with it and I yeah. enjoy it. The process that I would go through as a playwright, though, is really different. I really just want to be done with it yeah. and be like, drop it. And, and not come back. Uh, yes. And <laughs> like, say, right, I'll see, see you on opening, opening night. Yep. <laughs> Maybe I'll be there the Thursday before, but just because there's karaoke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I may stop by to see a play that mm-hmm. I wrote, but most more like karaoke. Yeah, I'm here <clears> for karaoke, but it'd be awkward if they saw me here for karaoke and not here to yeah. see the show. So I'm kind of obligated like, to. Who wants to see plays? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it was a great night that was ruined by a play. I just want to write it and get out of here. I mean, that's ri- I, it's so literally exactly what I want to do. That, And I think a lot of people uh, have completely different processes, but like processes. Processes. Processi. Processi. I think processi. Processi. That I've even hearing other writers talk about like, yeah, you know, I want to be at rehearsals and really like mm. diving is just like, mm, that's okay. Yeah. Unless unless you're directing it, too. I don't think I'd want to be there. And I the, don't. Yeah. So I am the executive director of Box Fest Detroit, which mm-hmm. is a, a, for female identifying directors mm-hmm. um, just to come and do their work. And we get national submissions. We usually get upwards of 500 um, submissions nationally. And I am not a director. Mm-hmm. I've used the H word, hate of oh. directing. <laughs> <clears throat> Were you gonna? Th- what was the H word? What did you think it was? Uh, I loved hell. your face when I said that. <laughs> hell, growing up, hell was the H word. You're gonna go to the H word. <laughs> so I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was trying to work into how that worked into your sentence. <laughs> Directing so we're hell. moving. We're moving. It's an actual offshoot in Hell, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Box Fest Hell, Box and I'm Fest announcing it now yeah. uh, to the other producers, yeah. actually, as well, like the other directors. Guess so, what? Guess what, kids? This is where we're doing it now. Hell, Michigan. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a director. That's mm. p- pretty much all that it is, and that's kind of been a running gag as long as I've been doing it since like. You're 2000. not a director. You're an executive director. Well, I'm the executive director now, <laughs> but I have directed my own pieces twice, and it was just it was the other H word, hell. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say uh, hate again. <laughs> no. That it really surprised hate. you, didn't yes. it? No. Keep me on my toes. Uh, uh, yeah, this is going to be unlike, I'm going to try and trick you the whole time. I'm not oh going to be your friend during this. Yeah, it's not that hard. You're going to find it's not that hard <laughs> this to, is an escape to trick room. me. <laughs> Please oh. look for the first clue under oh, your chair. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Super stressful. Uh, at any rate, I love the festival and watching directors direct, and I've been doing it since 2005. When it was first at the Ant, <clears throat> and it looked super, super different. Um, but really? yeah, well, the Ant itself physically oh, yeah. looked super different. You know, every mm-hmm. there wasn't space to rehearse on the second floor, and we—I mean, 
my infamous line was always the penguin is outside in the backyard because we didn't have a place to put all the actors. We had so many actors that most of them were outside. And, wow. like, every box fest, there's usually someone dressed as an animal. They couldn't, like, go up to the second floor? No. I mean, whatever. No, because there was an office and there was, like, uh-huh. a small area. But you could really only fit what how, how the actors the actors that were in the box at oh, that right. time. Oh, right, because the box has like a million shows, mm-hmm. so you have a bunch so of So it's every, right, there's like three shows per hour, and so that's a box. Yeah. And so you could, the people who were in the next one that mm-hmm. were starting at like seven, only the six o'clock people could be up there. Yeah. So then there was a guy dressed as a penguin, and it was like the penguin <laughs> is here, you know, like he's sitting out here awkwardly, like about to go on, you know, in 10 minutes, but we don't have any place indoors to put him. So <laughs> that's literally how different it is. Wow. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, the the way that it affects people and their careers, because some people have gone on, I mean, the the awards, everything that we do, you know, at the end is some theater companies have been formed out of it. People, you know, have done their own works and produced things. And then our partnership with the ant, the uh, which Charity Clark Anderson, her show is after in the slot, I believe, after yep. hours. Um, she is the box fest winner because we've had this partnership that they had. It used to be the late night, um, but the audience vote winner uh, produce, has their show produced at the Ant. And it's been that way since it started there. And then we moved to a bunch of other places eventually, finding our way back home mm-hmm. um, at the Ant. And it, that part of it is just like it's just natural. You just do it every year because it really does. It's like it's magical and it's amazing. But I, it absolutely will never, ever, ever make me want to direct, especially <laughs> my own pieces. Yeah. It's murderous. I literally remember once like going through tech, my very first show. It had an unfortunate name that I will not say, but uh, <laughs> now I'm really curious. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you you can find it. The H find word. it in the They're annals. The H word. Yeah, it is the H word. But uh, it was a racist. H-word. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it wasn't. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. You guys, seriously, this is a serious podcast moment. This is like, such a serious not, podcast. Yeah, it, it probably was a little bit though because I <laughs> well, who I got. I think it was from Martin. It was called "Bitches Be Shopping." Oh, okay. <laughs> so it, pro- it was a little racist. Yeah, now that I think about it. Uh, we are yeah. all learning so the, so the principles of self-crit. Well, and it was because I was backed into a corner and couldn't think of a name and had just seen whatever mm-hmm. comedian, whoever came up with it, that uh, that line in the middle of his act, and uh-huh. I, I swear it was Martin, uh, that I was just like, well, that's what it is. And that's I directed it, and, the, and at Tech, the actor was like, is this where the couch is supposed to be? And I was like, oh, my God. I guess. I don't know. And it was like one question. That was all that it was. And I was so exasperated and just like, this is the worst process I've ever been through that I knew that it wasn't for me. And that was like in 2005. Oh, wow. (laughs) But written by, directed by, and acted in is like my worst nightmare. Oh, you were acting in it too? Yeah, I think I was in it. I think I couldn't do one performance and somebody had to stand in for me. But yeah, I I do remember being in it. I think you probably just try to do too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was pretty much, it was the epitome of self-produced. Yeah, yeah. That was, you just did everything because you didn't want to have to ask your, any more of your friends. Yeah. And also, it was like a seven-page show with seven people in it, like for absolutely no reason. <laughs> like it changed 
it, it had so many scenes. It had like eight scenes in it in seven pages. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, it was pretty much like the first of the first of the first. I made all the mistakes. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I had some, seven I had some change, top, top, uh, top-notch actors in it, though. Eight so. scene changes, like uh-huh. uh, like you had to move furniture around and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there God. was like blackouts in the and the blackouts were probably longer than the scene before it, you know. <laughs> And also, oh, God, and the worst, the absolute worst is, like, it was, like, lifted the veil pretty much immediately. Like, the people that were in it were watching a show and talking about how awkward it was. You know what I mean? Like, it was super just, it was, like, break the fourth wall kind of a thing, too. And, like, all of those mistakes. But, like, But keep in mind still that it's still only eight pages long. So it's just like you rush through all of these horrible mistakes. It's a seven minute long show. And I, I mean, Jill Dion was in it. And I remember like every once in a while I would look up and her face looking at me was just like, God, you're you're the worst. (laughs) What have you done? What have I gotten myself into? I get that a lot. Not just from Jill, but a lot of times from Jill. Well, it's good that, that you got all the bad tropes out. In the first go. <laughs> yeah, right. And I immediately learned from them and never did it again. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> so uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, where are you from originally? Um, I was born at Bon Secours, which is, I think, in Gross Point. So I was born in one of the points. One of the points. Yeah. I'm an Eastsider. <laughs> I'm pretty much a lifelong Eastsider. Uh-huh. I lived where I consider where I grew up was Harper Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was where the address was pretty much until like fifth grade or something and then I became an extreme Eastsider and uh spent some time in Utica oh. the Sterling Heights area that is extreme it is it, I mean I do I, I refer to it as the extreme Eastside Frasier mm-hmm. Frasier and beyond mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Frasier Ice Arena uh I don't think it's called that anymore um then that's where I went to high school mm-hmm. and then I came back downtown and never left Never left. Well, and then now I live in Gross Point Park, but I live, like, if the city could charge for being, like, part in Detroit and part in Gross Point Park, they would. Because I think the alley behind us. Oh, is, really? Yeah. <laughs> we're right on uh, we're right on the border there. Mm-hmm. And I spent all my college years in the city making more mistakes. Nice. And in the city and in Hamtramck. Where, where did you go, uh, go to college? Wayne State. Nice. Yeah. Same. It was very, it was... It was very commuter college mm-hmm. and starting to get into their, I mean, really, when they changed the name from Warrior, or Tartars to Warriors. I'm a Tartar, by the way. Go Tartars. Tartars? Go Tartars. They were called Tartars? You're a Wayne Stater and I'm you don't know that. Are you going to cut any of this out because this no. is pub- public shame that you need? Yeah. Yes. It changed in 2000, I believe. I never knew that. <clears throat> Maybe I did at one point, but I've completely forgotten it. Tartars are the very best. Why Tartars? What was the What was it? I had to finish that. What? What was the mascot? It was, I mean, it was... A, a warrior. I think it was a Mongolian oh, like a t- warrior. Oh, okay. A t- okay. Oh, I was thinking like fish. It's sticks. like a yeah. No, I know. you weren't. Okay. So it's like a Stop. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. So that was the problem. This like rebranding <clears throat> considered all of those things that people were like, "What is a tartar?" Yeah. So uh, they became the warriors in mm-hmm. two thousand. I believe it was two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um, that they switched. And why did we bring this up? Why were we talking? Oh, um, where I went where to school. Went to college, okay, yeah. so yeah, this rebranding right was right around then, and then it became more of like a dorms. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like then it became a, a, all of that happened in the span of when I was graduating. Wow. 
Yeah. I. Uh, when did you start? When uh, were you there? Started in 2010. That's when, yeah. That's when I first started. Graduated in 2016, though. Nice. Took a long time. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes there's sometimes there can be a long gap in between I stopped taking classes and I got the certificate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not seeing it from personal experience, though. Well, that's what happens when uh, it's, the six years of, sc- of school thing happens is when uh, you take two years of theater, mm. Matt, you're, you're a major theater major for two years, and then you lose all confidence in it. <laughs> and then you are a biology major for two years, even though you've never been good at biology because <laughs> you think you want to be a veterinarian and you fail all your biology and math classes. And then you're like, uh, maybe I should go back to doing what I was doing before, but a little different. So then I became a media arts major. Uh, so what a then beautiful I journey. Wow. It re- I mean, like, for real. Mm. So you spent two years in the theater department. Mm-hmm. Is it still now that they do, like, the BA, BFA? Yep. That's what made me leave. <laughs> so you auditioned and didn't get into the BFA? Yes. So can I tell you this? Twice. Hilarious. Oh, twice. Yeah. <sighs> but it's like, I want to be an actor. I want to learn the acting stuff, but you won't let me. <laughs> so. Well, what, did they, what do you do in the first two years? Uh, you do some act, you do two acting classes. You do one movement, one voice. Uh, and then, like, you know, play analysis and, and script oh, reading. All that yeah. stuff is fun, but I wanted, my focus I wanted to do was acting. Yeah. And I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> a little full disclosure, only because it's a funny story in the end up. So um, I just I, – I had a couple of things that I had to take care of. So as an adult, like, working in a bar, because I ran a bar before mm-hmm. my the job that I'm at now – um, I was like, I'm doing this, I'm making this happen, I'm going to take these classes, but I had to go back like an old lady who worked at a bar and take some of these theater classes with these undergrads. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I took playwriting with the grads, so at least there were people my age. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, experience here. I didn't, I think I got, like, a B-plus in the playwriting class, so was come see my B-plus show. My, um, hmm? Was this at Wednesday? Yeah. So I had to go basically go back. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they wouldn't accept was this capstone, which I had produced my own show and mm-hmm. did in the studio, but it wasn't acceptable as, like, <clears throat> this last class. So, like, you have to take this capstone class, but the BFA class is kind of, like, really close-knit. So, you know, we're going to have you take the BA class. The BA capstone class was so hard. I basically really? had to, like, write a manifesto about, like, and videotape – or videotape – no, that's not what they say. And record there myself. It Here it is. <laughs> I was like, what is videotaping? <clears throat> All right. I said podcast. film recently. Yeah. It's like, what's film? Um, uh, and, and myself, like, at the Bonstel, which was super fun, of like, you know, what are you going to do? What do you aspire to do as an actor and stuff? And I, I mean, like, I had been either doing it for 10 years, and I was, like, smelled like onion rings. Like, I was managing a bar. I wasn't doing anything to, like, to be able to write my manifesto as an actor. And I just remember being like, I just. <laughs> I, and this is because I took too long to go back. <laughs> I, I I absolutely deserve having to come back and be like, all right. And these and you know all the people that were in it were just like all about to graduate, and they had their manifestos and like you know these bright eyed and bushy tail. Oh my god! And I was just like, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna like work, and maybe somebody will call me to audition for stuff. <laughs> um, I got some character shoes still, so. <laughs> I'm good. My Ben Nye. <laughs> My Ben Nye is a little old, but. So uh, where, uh, when when did you start getting interested in, like, performing arts? What, uh, was it from a young age, or did you kind of have, like, a. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, I was really 
I was really into musicals, uh, like movie musicals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember vividly being into like Mary Poppins mm-hmm. and anything that Julie Andrews did. Yep. So that was basically all that I did. So. Um, and then I took, I think I took a theater class, but I was in band. So I was uh, in music. And I was a music major first at Wayne State. Oh, okay. So I, that was my entire career. I took like one theater class at McComb College. What's your Community instrument College. of choice? Well, I mean, my if I if I could, oh. <laughs> I, I have I play several. Uh-huh. Um. So if I could go back and like fine tune one, it would be when I played tuba because I played, I played tuba at saxophone. Tuba in marching is a band. fun instrument. <laughs> it is, and it was fun. You know, it was fun to play. I played it at Wayne State for a little while in the mm. pep band. We had a really good basketball team, nice. and I played tuba. No wonder you knew the uh, fight song. <laughs> well, the thing is, and it's another Joe too. I was in a professional music fraternity, Delta Omicron. Oh, really? Uh, yes, and um, look it up. It's a real thing. Uh, oh, I believe it. <laughs> that um, I never knew the lyrics to anything because I was always playing the bass line. Uh-huh. So they would have to stop. You know, if you if you've ever seen like a pep band, you know, you start playing it, and then everybody starts singing the yeah. fight song, and then but if you play tuba, you just play like bum 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 <laughs> so that was i never knew the lyrics to any of it wow but i do the green and gold of old wayne state fly, flies over the field today you can look up that that was the only remember and then i had to start playing the line <laughs> i was always okay so i never obviously never knew the wayne state fight song because i never went to a football game and i was never uh-huh. in in any of the the band or any of that um <clears throat> uh but even in high school like i i wasn't i didn't know any of the my high school fight song or anything. Where'd you go to so, high school? Redford Union. Okay. Um, and everybody, it, like, in any time there'd be, like, a pep rally or people would be like, oh, let's sing the fight song, and everybody would be singing. I'm like, how do you know this song? <laughs> like, when did you learn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When did we all get together and learn? Right. And But I had to learn always for band. Yeah. Because I was always That's in, probably in a pep band. But that if you went to those games, and half of the student body was there. Yeah. I mean, I watched so much football. Mm. I never knew what football was. It was like, I, if I would legitimately have to look at other people when they cheered because I never knew what was going on. <laughs> like, that was how much I was into marching band. Mm-hmm. So I only that, know, that tells you the type of person I am. I only know uh, anything about football from playing the video games with my brother when I was a kid. Nice. <laughs> and, like, I, I even, like, watching the, watching it on TV, I'm like, I don't really understand what's going on, but if you put a controller in my hand, I'd be like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah. It's I, different. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, uh, so you, what made you switch from being a music major to theater uh, when you were in college? I assume like narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like the know. need to perform, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I really didn't have the discipline to be a performer on, I, mm-hmm. my main instrument was clarinet. And really, you know, it, I worked at Wayne State. I loved working with musicians and in a music department. And I think music is a f- fundamental like math and mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of math playwriting reminds me of math too it's a very fundamental skill for a human um and i but it the performance aspect wasn't for me and very much so kind of like biology it, it wasn't that like teaching that path of it wasn't right for me at that time mm-hmm. going back i wish i'd had a teacher certification so that i could do something in, in that you know so i could be poor but different Type like in a different path of court, Um, but I, um, I, I, I think that I just didn't have 
the discipline that it required at that time to be an instrumental teaching major, which was the track that I that I was going on. Yeah. And then I went to the theater department and was like, yeah, all right. And then uh, the class that I entered in with was tons and tons of people. There was like 40-some in there. And I got cast in the first semester in one of the shows at the Bonstell, and that was pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. I was bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I played in the pit in high school all the time for the musicals, and it really never occurred to me, I wasn't, didn't consider myself a singer, could sing, mm-hmm. um, that I would want to do something like that, and then just ended up heavily involved in musicals. Nice. Uh, and always, always was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Always was in dance since I'm five, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that was that performance aspect was always there. And then it was like, oh, I can kind of sing and dance and yeah. you know what I mean? My first like musical that. audition. <laughs> yeah, it's very, um, what is that? Is that? It's not Singing in the Rain. Music? Now? It is Singing in the Rain oh, when she's like, yeah. Yeah. Hands up. Yeah, I would describe what I'm doing, but it's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it, no. Uh, <laughs> you know what we're doing. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, it combined all the things that I could kind of do, and then I was able to keep, continue on with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are some of your favorite roles that you've ever played in your life? I don't know. The first... I like the most memorable ones, to be honest. I don't. It's like I think I've done a mediocre job at several roles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In over my career, the spectacularly bad ones are kind. Some of my favorites, <laughs> and then really, it's you know I'll have to bring them up a third time. But anything, any musical that Sean Hanlon has done that I've been able to be a part of because yeah. I just love it. It's that style of comedy that I'm able to that I was. He is probably the reason I was able to find my style of comedy. Really? Like, in that sense that I had always been attracted to it, uh, 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 to the the style of, like, of sketch that he writes. Yeah, like and biting the biting satire kind of. Right, and quick. Yeah. I had always been a utility player for him, so switching characters, that was something that I had never really honed. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was in a lot of musicals, but not really had any leading roles, you know. I, I definitely, but if I had bit parts, I didn't realize that I could be doing character stuff, yeah. or that's what I should be working yeah. on. So I was able to do a lot of character work with him. Yeah. But there's video evidence somewhere, uh, actual video, of my the first time at that Macomb Community College class that I took of, like, this straight out of a book for young theater, like, kids, you know, middle schoolers, like, who done it, you know, like, fake Russian accents and stuff, and, like, you know, they're trying to talk, we're, like, on a cruise, and they're trying to talk to my husband, they all think that he's the secret agent, and they're trying to contact him through his meatballs and stuff, and it, I call it hair acting, because, like, that's basically what I did the entire time, I was just, like, oh, I can only act with my hands and my hair, you know, and, like, oh, just be super dramatic about everything, and then ended up that I was the secret agent, I had this big monologue at the end which I've always wanted to look up to see like what that actual monologue looked like what it looks like as an adult doing it um but yeah that I will remember that forever <laughs> nice <laughs> I mean usually people don't list their uh their worst performances as their favorite roles so. oh it's so but it's just it so sticks with you of like the what not to do yeah. like I've always had trouble with doing things with my hands so knowing like where it started and how bad it was I've come so I'm the worst with my hands. Oh, my God. I was practicing for an audition uh, last year with my friend Hannah Tobitz, and uh, I, was, she was, I was, like, doing monologues for her, and she was like, do you know what you do during monologues? Oh, my and God. And I'm like, what? She's like, you do something with your hands, and you do it 
constantly. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, you're constantly like slapping your legs. <laughs> like, you'll be, Wait, you'll like, put your hands up. What char- no matter what just, character? No, I, w- I did two different monologues for her, and both of them I would be like, <laughs> be like gesticulating with my hands and then just slap my thighs. <laughs> like, it's and, a character choice. <laughs> it definitely was not. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, even still, like, even doing improv, I, I still noticed my. I just did it right now. <laughs> Completely involuntarily. I don't know. I feel like not knowing about it is the first step for uh, sure. Yes. Because I have um, uh, T-Rex hands. Like T-Rex I put like hands. hands up. Like I'll look, and all of a sudden I'm just like like this, or like kind of like <laughs> just about your chest. Yeah, or something. And it, and it's and it's so noticeable, and so <laughs> like you can tell the second that it happens. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've had to battle that forever. But it's that kind of stuff that you're like, I remember it was so much worse yeah. than it is. You'll get there. So, You'll all get there. Um, how do you continue to like challenge yourself to uh, not get kind of be like I'm I'm good as I am. I'm just kind of kind of be how I do how I do. You like continue to get better. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I think it's always working yeah. and then working with different people in different venues. You mm-hmm. know, auditioning is not something that I'm able to do a lot anymore. Yeah. So when I can, it's really awesome to just be A, be in that process. I mean, B, you have to freaking rewrite your resume, which I, there's my third, which I've dubbed <laughs> the Sean Handlin experience <laughs> because I had to like put wedge something in between the two. I did two iterations of Cancer, the musical, yeah. and but they were like right next to each other, luckily at different venues. But I was like, I really just look like the only person that casts me as Sean. <laughs> uh, it's a lie, necessarily. Uh, maybe other people would want to work with me. Yeah, uh, I got to start I auditioning outside of places in Planet Ant because my entire resume is just like it's like. Uh, a couple things at Wayne State and then just plan it, plan it. <laughs> right. Or mine looks self-produced even though I, you know, had to submit my show to be, you know, picked by uh, – a director like any other playwright would but still like it again it looks all self-produced because like box fest detroit box fest detroit mm-hmm. like uh, there's only one person who wants to produce your plays and it's you buddy <laughs> <laughs> it is not the case at all i only directed two mm. so uh let's talk about you uh putting shows together uh let's talk about he said yes he said yes which opens this friday oh my gosh uh it's coming i'm so excited yeah you, you see you're in the position where you can just be excited about it and not mm-hmm. nervous because you yes. don't have anything you're just like whatever <laughs> only as of like 48 hours ago though it was yeah. weighing on my mind quite heavily until then <laughs> 48 hours ago as of this recording as of this recording i apologize <laughs> no not as of 48 hours ago you guys are doing great and i'm not there and i don't know what's happening except that the magic is working magic is happening um, yeah, uh, well, this is interesting because of the season. I think we had, I had talked to people at the Ant, you know, about trying to be able to submit something. Mm-hmm. And then this time slot was being thrown around. So I, you know, that whole love thing. Yeah. What is, you know. What it, is love? Baby don't, baby hurt, don't me. hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nailed Classic. it. Classic. What was I thinking? Yeah, I think I was thinking that. I'm like, yeah, right. You guys just got there before I did, and then I was like, was I thinking of something else? Uh, um, and this ended up being more of just what, like, what love looks like in a little bit less of a traditional way. And it does follow a very, you know, a, rom- a, rom- a rom-com, if you will. There's romance and comedy, so you can call it that. 
But the cast, I mean, really, the whole process of this has been really great. I was excited to write it. I had kind of an arduous rewrite um, that I think was very successful in just, like, making sure that everything was really clear. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes that, like, very last rewrite where you're trying to refocus something is really arduous. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> uh, but for really great, I think, really great results. But the... Um, it was really fun writing it, and then the audition process was like, I mean, we it was like 22 people I had rarely ever seen mm-hmm. before, at least 18, 15, 18 people that I'd never seen at the Ant, and that to me is why, that bottom line, like the bottom of the pyramid of why I do this is just like working with new people and being able to give other people opportunities, if nothing else, even to audition, yeah. because I was strengthened as an actor and a playwright by auditioning. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, it, people kind of underestimate the uh, value of, of auditioning, just auditioning any for stuff. monologues, singing, yeah. any cold reads, if you're into it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And also the value as a playwright to be able to hear things out loud before you cast it is really, is really awesome. Yes. Yeah. So knowing that the, it, I mean, that it was going to be difficult to cast because it was just so many people. It was super awesome. Um, the cast is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the list and I'm like, this is going to be a good show. Yeah. It's going to be a really good show. And the read was really fun. And, you know, and being able to get feedback. That's the other thing, too, is, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to be involved in the process um, yeah. in so much that I can hear it out loud and be able to make rewrites and work with people that are like, you know, yeah, super professional and can get it done in a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, and they're fantastic actors. Can I talk about Amanda now? She's yeah. the director. More, you're more than welcome. This is the first time she keeps pointing it out, and I keep forgetting. But um, this is the first time we've worked together outside of Box Fest. I heard like a weird sound for a Did second. Did you? Yeah, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Is it a spirit? <laughs> yes, it's oh, the good. spirit. Hi, spirit. Are you with us? So this is the first time we're together outside of Box Fest, and mm. I. I got confirmation that I was doing the show a little late in the game. And then it was like, you know, who's directing it? And I like <laughs> was like, Amanda Ewing. <laughs> and Tom was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, <clears throat> yeah, Amanda. So it's going to be in February. And I guess we can work together or whatever. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, my show that you're going to direct at the end in February. <laughs> and she was like, Kelly. And I'm like, <sighs> It's fine. Like, you know, it's, and she was like, okay, buddy, let's, let's do a play. And that's literally how I got her to do it. Like it was the, like the, the most desperate attempt to be able to do it. And the fact that I pulled it off, it's bad. You like I should it. not have been able to pull that off. <laughs> She's such an amazing director. Mm-hmm. I love her in that space. The first thing that she directed, I think at BoxFest was mine. She really? had chosen my show. Yeah. Nice. And she came over to my house late one night and was like, I don't remember why I picked this show. I've got to read it and fall in love with it again. And I was like, what? <laughs> Like, that seems like, what do you mean? And she was like, I mean, it's fine and everything. Like, you're ridiculous. <laughs> the directors are weird, and you guys are so weird. Like, who says that? And I still bring, point it out to her and bring it up to this day. And she's she has such a beautiful eye. Molly McMahon, the other uh, producer of the festival, they, it's like they just don't, they think differently. The way that they're able, the way the directors are able to see things and, mm-hmm. and put stuff together I, I i am i love being a playwright and i love creating a story 
but I have absolutely no skill in being able to project what that's going to look like and how the moving pieces are going to work. And she's just so natural. Molly the same way. I mean, to see them work in that capacity, to see Molly's career, particularly as a director, since we were actors, Molly and I went to Wayne State together. She was two years behind me. Mm -hmm. To see her grow work with her as an actor and then see her as a director has been probably one of the greatest artistic pleasures of my life. And wow. Amanda then joining that team and being able to work with her in that capacity is is really amazing. They're just you can't overstate how amazing they are. So it's really it's it's a, a super blessing the cast, the space and then being able to work with yeah. Amanda. It's like a big old dream come true. Oh, and then those other two that are going to be in the show, uh, the block with us. Oh, <laughs> I hear they're uh, I hear they're pretty good to work with too. Mm-hmm. Good old uh, what's her face and what's his name? Yeah, them. <laughs> Those two. Uh, Darren, uh, Caitlin Bork Darren and, and uh, <laughs> Darren Chilton. Thank you. That was a bit. Uh, they will be the other show in the slot. And I just, it was one of those things that when it came together, like when everything comes together, and then you look back and go, Oh my God, holy shit! Like this is gonna be. You like look at the promo for it, and you're like. This awesome it's gonna be so good i'm very excited for this (laughs) i am too i mean it's a it is from my perspective it's a fun love story that has some twists you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's something you know it's definitely i keep calling it palatable and (laughs) amanda was like stop describing it like that (laughs) but i do think that it's not gonna make you vomit (laughs) right like it's like one of those things where you're like i feel like this is gonna stay down um I, uh, but I really, they, the actors and Amanda are going to make it so magical, but in speaking of my own piece, I enjoyed writing it. It's very, uh, it fits the description so well. And like I said, they're just going to make it into life. And I think it's really, I think it's something you're going to want to see. So, uh, what is the show about? Like quick, quick, quick and dirty, quick and dirty, quick down you the dwell. said that before, quick down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about an office romance. It's uh-huh. basically their, um, exit meetings after they get caught. You know, uh, it's national, a little bit of a scandal that happened, and uh, and it's them going through that process. But the one HR director is best friends with the woman that got caught in it. So that dynamic is explored a mm-hmm. lot. And, you know, how offices work, how, you know, the, most of the comedy comes from a little bit of seeing uh, my mom in different corporate settings. You know what I mean? Like, not her as a character, but, like, what the corporate settings that she worked in, because she's a certified public accountant. Mm-hmm. And uh, and has worked at some pretty like just fascinating character study places, <laughs> you know about how office dynamics work. And yeah. I went to a Super Bowl party once, and it was like we're going to a Super Bowl party at like you know some fancy place or whatever. And you walked in, everybody's on their laptops, like everybody's trying to outwork each other at a <laughs> Super Bowl party. And I was like, y'all are fascinating. <laughs> like you are so weird. And I thought my people were weird. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I thought theater people were weird. I mean we are in just such a different way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – and then the plot follows along kind of their flashbacks a little bit to their romance, different people at the company that they uh, interacted with. Mm. And then it ends with a spectacular bang. There's actually not a bang, okay. but like it's a theoretical, like a metaphorical bang. I thought you were like a bang. The like bang a, is an like allegory. A, mm-hmm. 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 Like a, like a really? Bang. Is that what you thought? Like <laughs> It ends with a bang. <laughs> when you're talking about a, a romance, that's what first came to There's mind. your third for your deep dive, buddy. Yeah, I think is. that's acceptable. It's a little like scare, obscure, but if you put both of them together, it'll work. There we go. <laughs> no, it doesn't end with a bang. <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn it. Why didn't I write that? <laughs> All right. This one really ends with the bang. No, I mean like really, literally. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> now I'm not going to be able to watch the end of my show without uh, thinking of When that. are they going to bang? <laughs> it's supposed to end with a bang. This show was terrible. No bang. <laughs> no bang. Zero out of ten. I was no told, bang. I was told there would no be No live sex. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> no live sex. Oh, God. Well, there it is. I'm glad that we got all of that out before I derailed. Now I can't talk about anything. Yep. Everything's going to be banging. Everything's going to live sex. So, uh, <laughs> very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, opening this Friday, running for three weekends. Uh, alongside, uh, oh no, I can't even remember the name of it. Oh my God. Caitlin and Darren's show. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to internet this really quick? I'm going to internet it real quick because I, I want to do them. I want to do. I want to tell you, but good. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you know. Yeah, obviously you know it. Obviously you know it. <laughs> Found as double feature. I'm going to get it. I it's bet. like, I know, okay, I know the word. L. I know lust is in it. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know the last word? The last word is most fun. Love. <laughs> Rhymes with flunacy. <laughs> L- lunacy. L- lust. Lunacy. <laughs> lust favors lunacy. Uh, no, am I getting closer? <laughs> really close. Really close. Love, lust, and lunacy. That's what it is. And it's not or. Love, lust, or lunacy. Yeah. You get to pick one. <laughs> Which is um, usually my life. Mm. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> This is a great transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> what can we expect from you in the future past past all this? Uh, I actually have a show at Matrix Theater Company coming up Ooh. Uh, called Mr. Washington Goes to Bed. Oh. It had a it had a, a, a couple of scenes in like a one act at the Rosedale Community Players um, last year. And then from that was a pitch to make a two act show, which was like, why would I ever pitch to write a two act show or like a few? Oh, God. um uh of you know kind of a an if if an alternative future for elder care Mm -hmm. is kind of where that is so that's going to be in april and may um and i'm really excited about that i mean i'm just i'm excited to be writing again it kind of came up a little out of nowhere but i'm i did it for a really long time and i have two daughters they're a little older so it's easier to be able to take a little more time to do it nice and I'm really, really excited. And then, Very you know, nice. maybe a, maybe I'll get dragged into theater again this year, but probably not. And this is to my husband, Jeff. I, I'll like, if anyone asks, I will say no. I'll be like, no, I can't be on stage because that's going to be a little too difficult. Shout out to my husband, Jeff. I'm on a Shut podcast. <laughs> he likes podcasts, so I told him. That. Sweet. Well, this is a great one to listen to. Yeah, I know. We listened to a bunch of them last night. It was nice. so fun. Yeah. It's a great one you have to listen to because it's mandatory. Right. So. Ew. So. <laughs> so, uh, very nice. Very excited for that. But now let us turn our attention to our next guest. Uh, she is a best-selling novelist, uh, multiple-time best-selling novelist, mm-hmm. uh, but recently recently released her book, The Three P's of Prosperity. She's a free-spirited home-trained therapist. Please welcome Kat Briggs. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on the show, Kat. Oh, yeah. It was my pleasure. I, uh, you know, a lot of people asked me to come and interview, and uh, I just, I really thought that you and I are, um, our auras matched, you know, really? the most. Yeah, definitely. You, you'd be surprised at how much I get that. I, you know what? You just have a, a beautiful light emanating from you, uh-huh. so I'm actually not that surprised. Wow, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, uh, I noticed it, too. 
Yeah, really? he did. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't I can't read auras. Uh, so. Oh wow. Um, that's a bummer. I, it's always yeah. good to hear what people think of mine, for mm-hmm. sure, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what other people's are like. It's hard to self-read. Yeah. Yeah. Can, mm-hmm. You can read your Agreed. own aura, though, I imagine. Well, of, of course. I've worked on it for many years. Yes. Yeah. I, I have a beautiful aura, of course. Yes. I, I get that. Agreed. Smells like, like lilacs. Oh, thank you. Yes, my aura Do auras is, have a smell? Um, I mean, I, I guess. Or you're having a stroke or something. Oh. That'd be exciting. Does my aura smell like burnt toast? Uh, a little bit. That's what it is. That's not what... lilac. I thought that was my own. I thought that was my own aura. Uh, depends on the day. Okay. <laughs> so uh, first thing I noticed when I was booking you uh, is your name has three G's. It does. Uh, Briggs. Briggs. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, is there is that a family name or is that a choice? Yeah, it, it is a family name. Um, I decided I was a pretty headstrong teenager. Um, and when I was 14, I decided I needed to... Uh, what does forge- that word mean? Headstrong. Headstrong. Like like the definition of headstrong. Um, well, I can't give you the Webster definition, but for me, it meant um, wearing a lot of temporary tattoos and pretending <laughs> they were real. <laughs> um, you know, like ta- just using a sewing needle to pierce my ears. Yeah. Um, that was my version of headstrong, there you know. It is. And I really wanted to... Um, emanate dominance in my household uh-huh. but i didn't want the struggle of really changing my name too much yeah so um i added that extra g in there you know oh. just to kind of separate myself from the pack three g's three g's mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing uh, it's a uh, self-willed and obstinate oh yes that I would, sounds I about right that. and yeah there's that's something in line about with your temporary definition. tattoos so. yeah yeah <laughs> i actually added that definition. In. yeah it's actually in the thesaurus yeah i uh, protested outside of webster's uh, offices for years for them to add oh, that i in. remember that yeah I don't it was on the you. news it was on the news it was, it was on it? the news yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. how convenient Do you not watch the news <laughs> you don't <laughs> probably i could probably look it up right now oh yeah. um, I'm, I'm not gonna but oh you could yeah i remember that thank you wow i feel like i'm out of the loop well, you know, you've just been listening to podcasts for too long. That's true. transition into the podcast, you know. You've been in this room mm-hmm. for a while, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never leave. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of empty pizza boxes. I live here now. Yeah, there's a lot of empty pizza boxes, but uh, weirdly enough, I don't eat pizzas. I just order the boxes. No, oh, well, <laughs> for warmth. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stack them up. folding contests here <laughs> yeah. by yourself. Oh, man. I used to work at a Domino's, Maybe. and I can fold boxes like nobody's business. All right, well. I don't believe you, and oh. that if you do, that should be like on your special skills. You it should is. always bring in like a pizza box that you can fold quickly in front of. You can't just do one. You gotta mm. like bring like a stack of like. You know how fast I, I can, don't live in your world. You know I how mean, fast I, don't I can know what, fold how you a stack of fifty boxes. Pretty it's fast. Fifty. Like, like look, look, I'll just. Mind what it. are you doing this right now? Yeah. Okay. okay we'll do it right now. All right. So let's. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For listeners, um, he's being very impressive right now. I, you just can't tell. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really seeing like all of the pieces that you're doing. Because I mean, the they make it so. Is, like, a B you just kind of do a flip and tuck. Look, that is my. I saw the tucking. <laughs> oh no! I'm like so a, sorry. You flip it up. Okay. And then you go tat, and then you then you throw it. Okay. So the in the span of when you did that, you did two. No, just one. Oh, you just did one the first time. No, when you were just. Oh, that doing one was three. <laughs> okay, that's where I got a little confused. Got it. Okay, yeah. so I'm now I'm I'm on board a yes. B plus. I'll be, I'll be also object my object work, work is probably B. really terrible for the people listening to this podcast. Well, I mean that's their problem. Yeah. <clears throat> why, why aren't you here? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it is your problem that your your object work isn't good enough to transpo transcend uh, audio radio waves. That would be very good mm-hmm. object work. 
That's the dream. That's goals. Yeah. That's Margaret hashtag can goals. That. I can help you get to that place if you need some, uh, oh, wow. you know, really? some support. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you. Is that one of the P's? It, oh, well. It I'm sorry. Be. I feel like we lost focus a little bit. That's okay. Cat. That's okay. I'm just here for this to be the best it can be for you two. So. <laughs> You're so gracious and giving. Thank oh, you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It was like, it was really obvious when you first came in. So I just oh, like the fact that you're actually, you, you yeah. know, doing that. It's manifesting. Yes. I, I, I just appreciate you. Oh, thank you so, so much. So uh, you're a home trained therapist. I am home trained. Uh, which, uh. <laughs> You okay, Kelly? Okay. I just had a uh, coffee up my nose. Oh, I, okay. I coughed so sorry. a little. That's all right. Drink coffee no. up your nose with a rubber hose, they say. <laughs> oh, I've um, never heard that. No, I don't either. either. Yeah, it's oh. a bummer. <laughs> So uh, what does that mean exactly? So you didn't go to like, yeah. you didn't go to, you weren't a, you weren't a tartar? No, no, I wasn't a tartar. I wasn't a warrior. Um, no, home trained, you know. I've just really, I sat at home and really looked inward and um, I practiced talking with my cat. She had a lot of emotional issues as well. Uh-huh. Um, and really from there, I just spurred this passion for uh, helping others through therapy. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. So, uh. <laughs> You, you've taken that passion and mm-hmm. you've translated it to text. Yes, I have. Yes. Multiple um, books. Yes. Yeah, your first book being uh, Why Does the Wind Blow? And yes. more questions uh, that I ask myself at four in the morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Four in the morning is a very pivotal point in my uh, soul cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, four in the morning is when I feel most uh, connected to the wind. Yes. So. Uh, it's, and that book... Uh, sold very well it did uh, yeah it was, you were I on it. oprah mm-hmm. oprah winfrey's mm-hmm. show uh the oprah show Is yeah she actually brought called? her show back for me the show yes. was already canceled yes. but uh we did a special episode yes uh which was unprecedented yeah mm-hmm. um so very good good book i, re- I read it actually oh you did mm-hmm. yeah very introspective oh i'm glad did um, it help you on your journey no but I, I liked the book that's good you know we all get we all get what we get you know yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was very, uh, geared towards people who are more spiritually in tune with themselves mm. than I am. That's true. That's true. We it have established of, that. You know? There was a lot of jargon, if you will. Mm, well, there, there is a very helpful, uh, dictionary in the back for some oh, of those words. So I, I had the audible version. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. Which you did a very good job on that too. Not oh, a lot of writers, not a lot of writers, uh, actually do their own audible version. It was nice that yeah. you brought the cat too. Yes. Oh yeah. The cat. I mean, your cat. Mm-hmm. It was a bold mm-hmm. choice having them read the whole second chapter. Well, you know, I really thought that he was a big part of my journey, so mm-hmm. he could be uh, a part of mm-hmm. others' journeys as well. I do feel like I missed the whole bit about like uh, reading someone's mood, though, because I could. Mm. I, don't, I don't speak cat. Oh, language. oh, I'm so, okay. <laughs> I just assume everyone does. Uh-huh. Um, that's okay if you yeah. don't, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people bought the audio book, so I feel like a lot of people do. Michael. Yeah, oh. I am Michael. Bummer. So you understood but, it. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh. I could tell when I walked in that she spoke cat. Uh, it's, uh. it's just something, you know, you you know or you don't, I oh, guess. I um, guess. Most people do, but I, yeah, I, I totally like... get it. You know, it's okay, Michael. We, I, I actually, I'm picking up from you. Are, are there any other languages you speak? Because oh. I feel like you... Uh. I, I can speak a little bit of German. A little bit of German. Yeah. You know, I, I was getting that kind of, uh, I was getting that feel from you, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Uh, that's about it, though. English yeah. and German. <laughs> well, we Those are my love languages. Conversational German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Your love language is German. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can also say uh, soy Michael Dupree. 
Oh. Yo soy Michael Dupree. I was going to say. You forgot the yo part. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I, I wasn't sure where we were going with soy products and <laughs> Michael Dupree, but now yo, yo soy yo makes soy. a little bit more mm. sense. No, not my soy, yo soy. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Oh, that took a turn. Yeah. Yeah. So, but your new book, uh, The yes. Three P's of Prosperity, yes. um, is just been released. It has. And my first thought is uh, there's only two P's in prosperity. Yeah, the uh, third P exists on the spiritual plane. Oh, okay. So um, I understand if you didn't pick up on that. Uh, as I, can't we, read, you know, I can't read spiritual planes. You can't read auras or spiritual planes, no. but... Uh, Kelly, for... you're giving me a really judgmental look. Oh, I just, I mean, no, I'm not at all. I just, it, it's something I just feel, I almost like feel bad for you. Because like if you can <laughs> experience it, you know what I mean? It's pretty it's, magical. Yeah. But you know, this is what my book is for. It's for people who can't find that third P oh, in really? prosperity. Yes. Yeah, it's a, so, it's a journey. Because I'm only a quarter way through it right now. Oh, uh, to okay. Be, to be honest. Uh, and the first quarter of it is mostly just shaming people like me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I wouldn't consider, it's not shame, though. I mean, it's more of just like you need an introduction to it, and it mm. has to be as basic as possible. Oh. Yeah, and a little bit of it is you have to break down what exists to build a new future self. So I'm just, I just needed to. Tear apart your self-confidence just the, a little bit. The first two pages are just you repeating back and forth, over and over, people who aren't spiritual are idiots. People who aren't spiritual yeah. are idiots. Yeah, it's a, it's a daily mantra oh. that um, I've taken up. And um, I actually, it's, it's very exciting. I've recently gotten into talks with uh, my daughter's principal, and I'm going to do a a daily chant at the school as well. Oh. Um, yeah, it's really wow. exciting. <laughs> just gonna call a bunch of school children idiots. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna participate, so they're gonna call themselves idiots. Oh, and okay. I really think it's a good, um, it's a good way to build our future leaders. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like being calling yourself an idiot that <laughs> makes you want to lead the country. Yeah, I'm very yeah. serious about this. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't yeah. mean to imply through my laughter that. No, it's um. That serious. was you know it wasn't. I understand the laughter because it was just your joy. Yes. Of this uh, new just experience, it. just it's yeah. just like bursting from your soul. Yes. And just thinking about the children experiencing it. I mean, I just I do. I have some tears of yeah, joy. Yeah, she has a some little tears. bit right here. Yeah, that that's. I'm, uh, um, and I, this is, this is my spirit, you know what I mean? Mm, this is it's my aura, it's how, it's how it manifests. Yeah. So I'm used to this. I am sorry that you're probably not, Michael. Not so in no. tune, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Just get to, Seems intense. get through that first few pages and, um. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a good quarter way into the book. Okay. So <laughs> you're on the passion section then. Uh, yeah. And that one, uh, I did have some questions about. Okay. Um. That's it's very graphic. Yeah, it's a it's an all ages novel. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, no, it's like not it. a novel. I'm sorry, it's all ages. I, I just believe that uh, it doesn't we, seem like it should be for all ages. So, oh uh, well, you know, there's no pictures. No. It's uh, it's for yourself to visualize. So if you visualize it as a, a very graphic depiction of the yeah. beauty that is um, two humans. Enjoying uh, murdering love. each other in the middle of sex. Well, you know, sometimes passion just bubbles up in unexpected yes. ways. You, the first paragraph is you describing the acts of, of intercourse, which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it's grisly murder. Yeah. Uh, for, for like yeah. a good 
a good couple of pages. Well, you know, Michael, I, uh, I was a little surprised by it myself. Well, uh, as a as a lifelong studier, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm interested to hear. Yeah, well, you know, a quarter of our population are uh, psychopaths, so I really Is thought I real? needed to connect to that audience. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So I um I'm you can trust me. I'm uh, expert on that area. So I just really needed to connect to that part of my audience. I got a lot of feedback from from all the places I visited in this beautiful place we call the earth. And they were just saying that like I wasn't really connecting. And so I really wanted to dedicate a few pages to my psychopath uh, fans out there. So call out. Hi, guys. Call out. Uh, thank you so much for your support all these years. Oh, my God. You nailed it. I know. I just am... Um... Oh my god, her aura is just bursting. It's just beautiful. <laughs> it to really see. is bursting. I like sneezed all over myself. Uh, oh my god. It's not on gorgeous. the mic though, it's fine. Yeah. It, it's, uh... <laughs> I have to stop drinking coffee while this is going on. Because I'm having a lot of emotions, which I normally do anyway, yeah. but I'm just like hearing you talk about this. Splitting it's it with coffee. So much. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of It is. It really is. Psychopaths. Oh, oh, beautiful. So uh you uh so tell me about what kind of led you to the process of writing this book and yeah. um, what, what was yeah. your journey? Well, it's, you know, it's beautiful being here next to another writer because everyone's journey Agreed. is different. Uh, you know, for this journey, I just had a wonderful experience. Uh, I was with my family out in the desert and uh, looking up at the stars and I just connected to the spiritual plane, you know, it came to me and uh, I just decided I had to share what I learned on that trip with the world, mm. you know, because not everybody's able to go uh, on a spiritual journey like mine into the middle of a desert. I'd say very few people. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, uh, I'm very privileged and I just wanted to share that privilege. Wow, very nice. Thank you. Uh, so you... Uh, you uh, on your book tour that you're going on right mm-hmm. now. This is part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been holding like private, personal like therapy sessions mm-hmm. I with have. people. I have. Um, now, uh, you know, people might think that a therapy session is like you talk to somebody, like kind of air your grievances, and they kind of mm-hmm. you know like help mm-hmm. you work through some of those issues. Uh, your your therapy sessions have been described as not that. No, yeah, there's very little talking. Uh, yes. Very little talking. Most of my sessions involve, um, well, my I don't want to you know breach anybody's like confidence that they've shared with me, um, but usually we just sit um, a couple of inches from each other, our noses almost touching. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's very important to maintain eye contact. Maintain yes. eye contact, you know, and um, we just. I think that. Uh, people might understand this better. We kind of play what's called patty cake. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what some may call patty cake. <laughs> see? 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 Oh my it's God. bursting. It's gorgeous. Yeah, the, I mean, uh, the both of us now. Michael, I, I really think you're connecting. Yeah. I, I love... Uh, uh, yeah, patty cake is very spiritual. Yeah, me, yeah. Actually, so. Yeah, yeah so see? Just very close quartered patty cake. <laughs> Um, and I've just seen some wonderful results, you know, by the end of it, you know, you can just see the change in color of their auras and you can see uh, much like today, just like it's le- their joy is leaking out of them, mm. out of every orifice. Oh boy. <laughs> wow. Every orifice. Everyone. You know that she's booked, these appointments are booked into like 2024. 20, yeah, I saw I've that. been trying to get 
I mean, yeah, I wanted to just forever. So mm. I'm really, I, I'm I, I might be able to sneak you in. I oh mean, you're gosh. just such a beautiful light. <laughs> well, I mean, we have a minute. I mean, we have a couple more minutes for the podcast. If yeah. you kind well, of maybe want to lead her through. I mean, I don't know. Is that something know. that you feel comfortable well, doing? Are you comfortable <clears throat> expressing your personal journey on air? Because this is mandatory to everybody in the world. Yes. They will hear about. Eight, over I, 8 billion people will be listening. Yes. Yeah. I feel like. I would, I, my whole life has been leading up to this moment of saying I am absolutely comfortable with sharing that with sharing this everyone with the in the world. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, now this is important, all right? Okay. So bring yourself in. Bring yourself into your inner self. And this is where I'm going to bring in that second P we haven't talked about yet. Ooh. This is the P of perseverance, okay? Mm-hmm. So I need you to persevere and I would like you to have a sword fight with your inner self oh. right now. Okay, yeah. just what do the swords look like? What are the swords? Oh, what kind that's of a beautiful question. Is it a broadsword? The claymore. <laughs> what do you think your sword looks like? like a rapier. Um, I think it looks like that. The, what they had in the Three Musketeers remake, mm. yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So we have those swords, and it's you fighting with your inner self. What does your inner self look like? Oh, well, he's short. Yeah. He's, he's he short. looks a little like Michael, oh. I'll be honest, but oh. shorter than Michael. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty short. Yeah. But even shorter than me. Yeah. Wow. He doesn't really like me that much, so, you know, mm. I, I, I don't mind fighting swords with him. Okay. Now, I would like you to take your sword. Mm-hmm. Grip it, you know, a, a nice firm grip. The hilt. By the hilt, exactly. Mm. And ram it into your inner self's stomach, sabuku style, and twist. <laughs> now, this isn't to you, but it yes, looks it, enough like visual. you it that I'm so just going to close like my eyes and, like, think that I'm okay. just like, oh! <coughs> oh, my God, Michael, did you feel that? Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. My tummy hurts. Oh. Oh, that was so. Now, how oh, do you feel? I just, I can't even describe what that felt like. You it just, right? there's so much release. It felt like the a sharp, freedom. stinging pain in my stomach. Mm. Oh my god, that's, that's so how great my object work is. <laughs> he felt it across the room. Now I don't know about you, listeners, but uh, I think I felt a shift. I felt yeah. a shift. Absolutely. I know this is going to be released later. I feel like I've been stabbed with a, like my voodoo doll has been mm. hit, stabbed with a with a small knife. Well, um, that could be. You never know. I feel like you might have made a lot of enemies. Why? Um, <laughs> what gives you that impression? Well, you know, it's just uh, when you're not in tune with yourself, there it's easy to uh, break other spirits. That's true. I'm sorry for anyone whose spirit I have broken in the past. Thank you. I think that's beautiful. That's part. That's step one of your journey. Yes. Yeah. To atonement and getting your aura. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've read the books though. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. I've I read them too. I just don't get them that much. Well, <laughs> maybe you will now. Good. Maybe. And uh, so maybe. I know this is a little spoiler alert, mm. but uh, what is the third P? In the third P. Yeah. Well. So uh, the first one was passion. Passion. Then perseverance. Perseverance, and uh, the third is peyote. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. I appreciate both of you so much. Uh, where can people find more from you, Kelly? What? Like oh, I'm social sorry. media. I was I was like remembering about things on peyote. It's super great. That's another that's part, part of for my another journey. Podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Find me on social media. I don't know. I mean, like, I work at the Y. Mm-hmm. If you, like, are there in the spring, I'm always outside. Hanging out. I'm always trying <laughs> to have class outside, as Margaret would say. Nice. Yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I'll be, you know, I'm, I feel as if I'm heavily uh, involved in things at the Planet Ant, so mm-hmm. hopefully you can find me there, or you can, I mean, like, are you asking for my handle? If like, you have if people, a handle? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what's my name? On Twitter, it's Twitsy Rossi. Twitsy Rossi. It's just my name on Facebook, but it's only pictures of my children, and sometimes it, funny that I consider funny interactions with my children so uh-huh. don't like super get excited <laughs> also postings about this show on Boxfest uh-huh. um, <clears throat> and then Mr. Washington goes to bed yes a- April May uh, and then Instant Rossi at Instant Rossi for slightly different pictures of my children uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, or sometimes some of the exact same ones but uh, find me around Boxfest uh, Detroit 2019 at the Planet Ant. It's going to be in August. Mm-hmm. Come find August. me there. Just come see me. We never leave. Never. And there's keg. <laughs> We're a nonprofit. There's keg? Like, yeah, there's a keg. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Always. Oh. I, mean, I feel like I forgot that. <laughs> maybe you no. partook too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe yeah, like too much of the keg. And here's the thing. For $10 on like a Saturday, you could see every show in the whole thing or not see anything and just sit back sit there and drink beer. <laughs> if theater's not your thing, just yeah. give us ten dollars to hang out with you. Yeah. Ten dollars for a kegger, not bad. Not bad. And we're not you know what I mean? Like we're not terrible people. Yeah. You can take a program with you yeah. if you want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Very true. And mm-hmm. uh make sure you guys go see the Valentine's double feature. Oh, wow. uh, with he said yes. Well, and what say. was that second title? Hey. I was gonna say it but you stole my thunder. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought this was for. That's what I thought I was here to do. So and sneeze on myself while I was yes. laughing. Yes, always <sighs> magic. Podcast uh, magic. Yeah, a lot of fun and it's so an amazing journey to be here with you today. Beautiful to be Thank here you. with you. I just an honor. An honor is there's no there's no uh, there's no way to say it. There's no way to put it into words. Oh uh, well, so. it's okay. I can feel it. And Kat, uh, anywhere people can find you or anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, well, you can definitely find me on social media. Uh, my name is spelled K H A T B R I G G G S. Um, don't forget that third G. There's no. a different Cat Briggs account out there. She's uh, been trying to actually. I've been trying to get her shut down. Um, she has her own doggy spot, and oh. uh, people are getting very confused, and they think I'm branching out. Um, but uh, I wouldn't dare. Her name is Cat, but... but she has a doggy spot. Yes. Sounds like someone who doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, she's very confused with her branding. Yes. So yeah, Good find one. me there. It's on all social media channels. Very nice. Anything else you'd like to plug? Any, anything coming I think, up? Well, definitely read my book. And mm-hmm. uh, I did release the audio. We're releasing a second version of the audio um, where my cat and I read it at the same time. Oh, God. That's great. So, oh, my God. I, I know. I cannot believe you just said that right now. Like, I know. I'm Breaking news. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can wait. I, I was just... going to reveal this on Anderson Cooper, but I think oh. you guys were um, a better a better Thank choice. You. You're welcome, by the way. I, I'm pretty sure that she wouldn't have said that if I wasn't here. Yeah, probably yeah. not. I think yeah. we had a little bit of magic going yeah. on. Not oh to God. toot my own horn, Because but... your excitement for it was a lot more than mine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so excited. Well, thank you guys both so much for being on the show. Uh, you have been a pleasure uh, and we will be back next week with guess what, guys? More fun. Yeah. Oh <laughs> More Bye. mandatory fun. My More favorite kind of fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, Bye. Bye. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. 
The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.